Jack Nicholson slits Marlon Brando's throat off screen. This is spoilers. <laughs> this is spoilers. Hey-o! Hello. So did I get, do a good job of spoiling that? Right That's that? exactly what happened. That's what two hours and six minutes led up to. <laughs> whoa, whoa, don't trash on the movie. Club. I'm not let's trashing, I'm not themes. trashing. Let's, let's get in deep here. Let's get in deep. Uh, first of all, just everyone introduce themselves. Vince, go ahead. Start it off. Vince the intern out here in Denver, Colorado, out in the wild, wild west. Um, and I'm going to throw in a little wrench here, and I'm going to say I enjoyed this movie. I think people were expecting me to hate it. I enjoyed it. Did you Did you see the ending? Uh, yeah. <laughs> although... Did you see although, the movie? <laughs> although, <laughs> let me say, I confess that I did Vince watch it, meaning that uh, my attention span was all over the place. And then... Uh, to be fair, my stream towards the end got chopped up where the audio was about 10 seconds ahead of the uh, video. So oh God. <laughs> for about 15 minutes, I had to watch it like that, which was really hard to piece together some of these final scenes. Full <laughs> but, uh, but uh, just st- stopped watching this and he was actually group threading us all. <laughs> Hey guys, 15 minutes ready. I don't need to see the ending for this podcast. <laughs> well, that's not true, Josh. I said that at 30 minutes. I didn't say that at 15 minutes. But uh, I, yeah, I did but, say that. But we were patient and we waited for Vince to watch it. And I finished movie. it, but I good finished it in a very poor quality uh, by watching the audio, not in uh, conjunction with the video. So that was terrible. But uh, yeah, let's pass it off to someone else. This is introductions, isn't it? <laughs> Jordan. Uh, yeah, this is Jordan, uh, recording from Greensboro, North Carolina. Target uh, nation down there. Yeah, it was good. I I was I was kind of caught off guard by the John Williams score, but the music kind of brought me in right away. So, uh, interesting movie. The music brings him in. Mikey? Uh, yeah, this is Mikey. I'm recording from Elkhart. Uh, gotta say, it's one of the weirder movies I've seen <laughs> recently. Pap, your last. Well, this is Pappy recording from Denver, Colorado. I did a quick iTunes search, and I think that will be one of two podcasts in the history of podcasts to review <laughs> the Missouri break. So, and, and based on what I heard of the other one, will probably be the best. Um, I had a snarky little sarcastic, oh, Randy Quaid, Jack Nicholson, Marlon Brando, it's a triangle offense that can't fail, but... If you guys really like this movie, then I guys got to come out and say, this movie's dog shit. <laughs> okay, well, besides the dog shit comment, he had an interesting segue there. And what was that first part you said, Pat? About all the actors? Randy Quaid? Yeah, and about how there's only yeah. two podcasts ever that have done this. I mean, this mm-hmm. has those caliber actors in it. Does that say what kind of quality movie is? I mean, we've never heard of it before. With a John with a John Williams score, I feel like if I should have heard of this movie at this point, I would have. But we can get into that. <laughs> Introductions going quick. <laughs> yeah, man, hot takes right off the bat. Hot takes. Dang. Okay. Flip them. Get them while they're hot. Jeez. Get this fan over here. My laptop's overheating. <laughs> All right, let's consider all those hot takes, a preview for what's to come later. Let's go rewind a little bit. Uh, I I kind of broke this up into what I think is the three-act structure of the movie, and we'll kind of go through it. But the first act, I think, um, ends when you actually meet um, Clayton, who's played by Marlon Brando. Um, He doesn't appear for the first 40-ish minutes of the movie, 
So the first act is, you know, kind of breaking down really quick. Jack Nicholson, who's played by Tom, his posse, member of his posse is hung. Um, they kind of get revenge and hang one of the people that were involved in that hanging back. And then they have, they like come up with their master plan that, that you'll see in the rest of the movie. And uh, that plan involves Tom, among other things, among, it involves Tom moving into a ranch right next to his would-be and unbeknownst enemy, um, the Braxton family. So I think that kind of sums up Act 1. Uh, does anybody have any memorable scenes or anything they want to say about that act? Well, th- what you just described is about how many minutes in the movie? Like 30? 30, 35 or 40? 40, 40-ish, I think. 40, yeah. 36? <laughs> Let's yeah, compromise. Huge problem that we have Marlon Brando and Jack Nicholson in this movie, and we haven't had a good face-off between them yet. I was bored at this point. Same. I actually, <laughs> Super it's boring. funny you say that, Vince, because it, it was 36 minutes. I actually read a trivia thing that says Marlon Brando doesn't appear for the first 36 minutes. That's kind of where I... And what... And what an introduction he has. Yeah, why doesn't he do that trick later? What what was that trick, Mikey? You know what we're talking about? No. Uh, <laughs> this is this is the first the, the first attempt at me out of three tries trying to watch this movie. This is where I stopped the first time. Alright, Pappy, I know you actively watched the movie. Brilliant. What was his trick? Well, we got a guy, a horse approaching that appears to have no rider. Um Gets closer, gets closer to who is the who played the actress or the the main female? Kath, what was her Kathleen, name? Kathleen uh, Levy or something like that. I don't know. She's not very famous. It's all good. We can skip past no. her. Anyway. <laughs> Kathleen Lloyd. So yeah, Kathleen Lloyd. it approaches. Yeah, as Jane Braxton. and uh, Marlon Brando uh, peeks his head around the corner of the horse and scares the shit out of her because he's like riding <laughs> on the side set. Like I don't know what we would call that. He's riding on the side of the horse, like perpendicular to the gr- or parallel to the ground. I don't know what that's called though. And he says some like very Yoda phrase, like she's like, "Oh man, it looked like no one was riding." And he's like, "You saw what you were meant to see." Like, like, like he's a wizard that just entered town, like Gandalf, a wizard that's never late. It was basically that same kind of yeah. introduction to his character. Amazing. 36 minutes into the movie, yeah, but... Quick side note about that. I heard different accounts that like these two actors, who were like huge when this movie came out, didn't get along, but I also heard that they were friends, so I... I honestly don't know if they did Josh, you're fake news. That sounds like fake news. No, man. I heard both things <laughs> when I kind of researched some stuff online, so I'm not sure like what the truth is there. But for some reason, Pappy's right. They didn't really appear together very much in this film at all, let alone the first act. Yeah. Right? And these are two of the hottest actors in the world at this point. You got Brando coming off of The Godfather. You got Nicholson coming off of One Flew. Like, best actor winning oscar winning performances like two of the best actors ever in this movie and we waste it by not letting them face off and then letting brando rung amok with this what is his accent what is he that has many he has many <laughs> many it's irish man. it's irish know. dude i the whole time i think marlon brando was just kind of like it was almost like he was in a play because he was just like changing his he was changing his character the entire movie. I, it made no sense. Like I think I it made you me guys, question like, what type of movie I was watching. <laughs> I, I didn't know if this was like a satire of a movie. That's what it felt like. <laughs> I didn't think his accent was that bad. I thought it was I, at least Irish. Maybe not good Irish, but Irish throughout. 
So uh, just I just thought his acting overall is all over the place. So his... he he's a uh, his by profession he is a regulator, which is basically like a hitman who is good at a firearm at long range specifically, I guess. Um, I I had this in my notes, and I guess I'll just get to it. But if you guys remember, No Country for Old Men, um, the bad guy Antone, whatever his Shigar. name is, yeah, like. Did you guys see any parallels with those two characters? No. I was not thinking that at all. I, was, no. I could not get Young Guns out of my head after hearing <laughs> Seriously, I, Young Guns too. This is a great movie. Well, he, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Jack Nicholson is a... Uh, Let me put this a different way. A, Billy as, the Kid. As an antagonist, Clayton as an antagonist, played by Marlon Brando with, off the top of my head... Native American accent. He's a southerner for a while. He's wearing like a Chinese hat at one point. He's mostly his name's Robert E. Lee Clayton. Robert E. Lee Clayton. <laughs> Robert E. Lee Clayton. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just obviously like someone who changes personas and is a hitman. Or do you guys just not buy that at all and just think this is Marlon Brando like fucking around? I wasn't buying it because I read somewhere that uh, the director kind of just gave up halfway through and let him do whatever he wanted because. Brando is like basically improving the entire thing. So I feel like Brando is like in this weird spot of coming off like Godfather fame and like just being so like rich and out of control, where he's just pulling some crazy shit like this on a movie where he's like, I'm just gonna act however I want, whenever I want, and I think that's the end product. I thought yeah. he was drunk the whole time. Yeah, he seemed drunk, but maybe that was the character. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so all over the place like it's it's so almost arrogant on his part to think that he's like being so smart with it but it doesn't make any sense <laughs> he's just a weirdo for his character to work he has to know multiple languages he knows like every like rancher that ever lived in the west apparently too so braxton hires clayton who's play, again played by marlon brando and it's it becomes very clear that uh marlon brando's character with all these traits of being able to switch up and how smart he is he kind of circles the wagons on tom and his gang pretty quickly um what do you guys think about the scene where he has kind of the revolver and he's talking about the etching and he like shoots all around and he hands it to um he hands it to jack nicholson's character and says there's one more bullet left pappy what you you think there's anything redeeming about that scene well, I was excited initially, but I mean, the dialogue to me didn't feel, it felt really disjointed. And then like, even like coming in and out of that scene, the, the cuts are really disorienting. So it's hard to even like tell where we are, when we are, because we're jumping back and forth between a B storyline, because uh, um, Jack Nicholson is there by himself, um, because all of his friends are stealing horses up in Canada. So it's kind of out of the blue. And then when it comes up, it's not as epic as I would have wanted it to be. Um, I think that Marlon Brando comes across as like a douchebag because he's shooting up some innocent plants for no reason. What? What? Some innocent bystander plants? <laughs> well, that's... Oh my God. I, I, I actually kind of like that scene because I thought it was uh, Brando's character coming in and like just mind fucking with same um, that's kind of um, how i he, got from but he like he responded in the perfect way he was like no nah, probably there's not another bullet in here and like he shoots he goes to shoot into the ground but there isn't a bullet so it just clicks and so he kind of matched 
kind of went uh, yeah. punch for punch with his like little mind games. Tit for tat in Bird Law. Bird Law. <laughs> Roasted. He did, and I think both of these characters had multiple chances to off the other that they decided not to for various reasons. Um, but we can get into mm-hmm. that later because that's more in Act 3. But, um, well, it's basically just the reverse scene, right? Yeah, if you're talking well, about the tub where you get to see some Marlon Brando ass, some sweet, sweet PG. Yeah, okay, ass. first of all, what was uh, what was Logan talking about when he's like, oh, of course. Like when he shot and like missed on purpose, and then he said like, oh, of course. What was he talking about there? Like that he was drunk in the tub or something? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Uh, Logan? I'm getting crickets. The last thing he said to him in the tub before he walked out? Yeah. I think he said, like, of course you're not there or something. Okay. Yeah, but what does that mean? Okay, I think that um, they had a discussion, like, their first discussion when they meet is kind of Jack Nicholson barbing him for having little guts because he's, like, a sniper and doesn't actually kill people face-to-face. Because Jack Nicholson acts like he knows how tough that is. But then when he encounters Martin Brando in the bathtub, he's kind of shown to, you know, not be able to carry through with such a personal killing. Hmm. Yeah, and Marlon Brando does this trick where he like turns his back to Jack Nicholson. So it's like in order to kill him, he have to shoot him in the back, unarmed in the bathtub, which I feel like crosses a moral line for his mm. character. That's what I thought it was yeah. too. Yeah, but but you know, Marlon what a Brando, bitch move then. Marlon right? Brando <laughs> answers that with setting a dude's house on fire while cross dressing with a kerosene lamp, then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, throwing the some homemade knife machete into his eyeball. <laughs> Yeah, where did that come from? <laughs> All right. It looked like a tire wrench, the thing that went through the dude's head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, creepily enough, I read that Marlon Brando like created that himself oh and made that God. part of the movie. So if you want to get a... Of course he did. <laughs> he was just running this shit. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 was like direction. he was like Jason Voorhees going around killing people. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is that this was directed by Arthur Penn, who has quite a Hollywood experience. I mean, he directed three Oscar-nominated films and very well-known and like influential. But like, I mean, do you guys get that sense that Marlon Brando just came in and kind of walked all over everyone? I mean, even his equally billed. I mean, technically Marlon Brando was billed first, but their their contracts are virtually equal for this film. Like. Does he just walk over everybody? Yeah, kind of, but I don't think that he's the only problem. Like, in the, going back to the first act, you have this scene where there's this train robbery. and uh, <laughs> Turns into, like, a, like pretty, a comedy. Like, <laughs> it's supposed to be, like, yeah, some, it's supposed to be some decent action in the movie, and they end up dislodging the back train car over a bridge. And, Jordan, you said you liked the John Williams music. I fucking hated it. This was like nothing John Williams has ever done before. Same. I'm with you, Pappy. I'm with you. I thought the score was terrible. It It sounds like nothing else. Yeah. And it just kept coming back to this stupid, like, harmonica. No. And this is like this is like a dude gets his finger shot off and this happens. This is like after a big train robbery scene that happens. It's like. Wait, why are you taking me out of the supposed action with this, like, <laughs> No. Okay, time out, time out. Pappy, you are confusing two scenes, first of all. No, I'm no, talking two not. different the scenes train where is... the same music yeah, is okay, used. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying they keep coming back to this, like, Brilliant. whoopsie-daisy. Like, like what? Yeah. <laughs> what? 
What movie am I watching right now? <laughs> what year is it? I thought it was just edited weird. There's yeah. like some. Definitely. There's a at one point there's a guy like rounding up horses and moving them into Canada or out of Canada. Was he stealing them into Canada or something? Stealing. Yeah, the the whole gang, about. half the gang is stealing the horses. Yeah. yeah, and it's cutting back to like Jack Nicholson at the ranch with his like girlfriend, and it's just like days are passing by there, and like it's cutting back to Canada, and it's like, oh, they it's one day here, and it's like going back and forth between these two timelines, I guess. And it's like really confusing as to what's going on. Yeah, but this is coming from someone who is confused by boss baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I missed that. Darn it. That is true. Just joking, Mikey. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, that is classic. (laughs) I felt like the timeline was confusing, but they, it almost seemed like they tried to keep it tied together with, the growth of his garden and showing like the progression of a season there. So like it took took course or like it took place over the course of maybe like three months total. Like does that seem right? That's the thing is he's the shittiest gardener. He was it was dirt the entire movie. No man, there's definitely plants and shit in the end there. Irrigation system though. Yeah, that he uses to bang that girl. Yeah, with. I got mixed signals on that too because <laughs> yeah. Marlon Brando actually like. His last one up on him is kind of like, I can tell you're not actually a farmer because you suck ass at it. Like, that's almost exactly what he says. <laughs> so I don't get it. Garden good or not? Well, I think towards the end, wasn't the uh, like last scene of this film kind of that point where he said he was going to go like in between some like mountains and find where it's supposed to have water running all year round? And I think yeah. a major farmer's issue is always Jesus having, you know, Christ. enough water as well as sunlight. So. Okay, I but this is it, this is my whole just conditions. Yeah. Maybe this is my whole point though is that we're talking about a, a fucking western <laughs> with Marlon Brando and Jack Nicholson. We're debating like the merits of his gardening. That's not a good. <laughs> Holy shit! For a you movie. got a point. You've got a point. Okay, well before we move on to boring. Act Three, which you and Vince are getting at completely, um, one learning <laughs> moment for me in this movie was Ooh. when they stole the horses, like Mikey was talking about. They're stealing them from the Com- Canadian uh, like Mont- Mountie police and mm-hmm. i feel like as an american growing up i've always considered that police force as kind of like a joke like basically dudley do right yeah like farting around like terrence and philip basically and like it's kind of <laughs> oh, they were seal team six in this movie yeah it's kind of interesting to hear that that was once their reputation right yeah still seemed like a joke <laughs> well they were they were like they had like the british flag too which was kind of interesting but even though this movie is called the Missouri Breaks, they weren't leaving from Missouri, right, Vince? This is a different. Takes <laughs> place in Montana. Well, yeah, I guess I guess it was in Montana where the Missouri River breaks in the land, and that's where the name came from. Vince, I bet there's some cool climbing spots in that area. Oh, I guarantee there are, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> anyway, on to Act Three. Uh, yeah, so yeah. we already talked about this. Is kind of like the. I compare it to like the Home Alone, like they're finally in the house and Kevin gets to like pull out all his tricks kind of montage. Um, Marlon Brando goes through Clayton's posse and kind of kills him off one by one. Um, Jordan, did any of those strike you as particularly interesting or memorable? Uh, honestly, not particularly interesting. This is where my <laughs> <laughs> this is where my third nap ended up happening. Oh, come on. no one watched. No, 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 no. Everyone, I, no, I fell asleep. 
I know I fell asleep and then I rewound for like 40 minutes. Okay. So I ended up watching it like two or three times, honestly. Sounds like um, Princess Mononoke. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Hey. No. <laughs> Would you sleep during Young no, Guns, so yeah, Jordan? I'd... No, of course not. <laughs> then why sleep for Young Guns too? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real question. There, there weren't enough callbacks. <laughs> oh, God. What were you going to say though, Jordan? There was one of those scenes that stuck out to you or not? No, that honestly, I'd not, not really. <laughs> this is where I'd really started to go off the rails for me. Pun intended. It seemed like they were like always literally catching these dudes with their pants down. One dude's fucking this dude's wife against a barn and get shot. That was weird. Even that was weird. Is, even though this is a PG movie. <laughs> it's PG. Wow. Full penetration in a PG. And then that was like an affair, right? That was like adultery happening right outside. Like a really quick affair, like a one-night deal. Also, it didn't look I'll, like really, hmm. like everyone was on board, if you know what. Like, it looked, right? Or was it? No, you said... I think so. Happy. No. Okay, never... I don't know. No, it's funny, because in the group thread, Vince said, man, this rape scene is rough. And we were all like, wait, there's no rape scene in this movie? What's he talking about? I thought for sure that's what was happening there. Because, like, that, like, wasn't, like, there were, like, like, it was, like, a, like, a battle scene almost. And then, like, they're just, like, banging. I don't know. It seemed weird. Does anybody recall that It wasn't scene? very sensual. It didn't seem yeah. like a rape to me. Well, it just didn't seem the like... The setup was she was said having... she's going to give him a blanket, too. So she seemed like she was being kind of flirty ahead of time, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. But it Christ. also seemed like she was insulting him <laughs> during the deed. <laughs> yeah, she's playing. That's what. That's it. the part that I was seeing. It seemed like she was not into it, and that's why I was like, "Why is this so weird?" But getting back to yeah, yeah that's Jesus. one. And the second, the second dude is taking a shit and gets his heart blown out <laughs> through the shitter. Yeah. It's like both these guys are in, very in vulnerable. Front of a little kid. Yeah, very vulnerable when they get shot. So was that kid like? Why was he acting all weird? Like following him around like a little Bambi. He was paying him <laughs> to to get him liquor. What movie was I watching? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it, how many? It's like Blade <laughs> Runner. How many cuts were on this thing? <laughs> this was the director's like cut. A, oh, I missed it. <laughs> he's like a little coal miner kid. He's like, oh, I don't know. He's like, like the feral kid from Mad Max. Yeah. <laughs> he's a Mad Max feral kid. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, one of his posses gets killed while taking a poop on the outhouse, and the other one gets killed while having a brief affair with some farmer's mistress. A tryst. Yeah, and like the third one gets killed when a transvestite Marlon Brando. <laughs> like, no, drag, drag. He wasn't trans. He sets up a string line above a house and uh, sets a parachute. Yeah, what? Shoots it from a car in the house. Explodes on fire, wooden house, and uh, okay, wait, yeah, I want to unpack what would have to go into setting up that trap. <laughs> so you're telling me that Marlon Brando, moment. That, that yeah, Marlon Brando, who, who may or may not be in drag, goes out there and strings a wire above this dude's cabin while he's sleeping, rather than just going in and shooting him. Strings a wire above his cabin and lights this kerosene thing in it, and then waits till night and then throws it. Would in a dress and shoots it? That is the most ridiculous plan ever. That is so stupid. Do you think he's just like bored? Kind of yes. works though, right? Is he just like so smart? <laughs> it definitely works. Is he just like so good at his job? That I think he's he just, just like bored. I think he's just fucking with him, yeah. 
it's really odd because this could have been a more interesting movie if it was actually Marlon Brando figuring out how to kill these people at these times, but it just happens in like such a quick montage of like deaths that you don't really get that feeling. Yeah. That scene ends with uh so it's kind of like the other <laughs> right-hand man of Jack Nicholson's character and he actually convinces Marlon Brando that hey, Tom was in that cabin too, but he had too much pride to come out. So apparently Marlon Brando buys that and just goes on his merry way and like sleeps. And this all, again, this is just like part of the montage. He goes to sleep, cuts to black, and fades up with Jack Nicholson right in his face, having slit his throat. You kind of breezed over the part where he tells the horse that that's the only woman he's ever loved. Yeah, I was going to breeze over that whole weird monologue thing. But go ahead, dive into it, Pappy. (laughs) No, I mean, like, why? Why? <laughs> like, none, like, the character just completely breaks down into, like, I guess you're supposed to assume that, it's, that he's going crazy or he's always been crazy, but, like, it's not convincing and there's no arc to the character. He's just, like, a complete scatterplot. So it's not, like, cathartic to see that, he, oh, how crazy he really is. It's just like, dude, are you talking about fucking a horse right now? Like, for real? Well, I think there's two <laughs> schools of thought that, yeah, this is, again, just Marlon Brando doing whatever the hell he wants whenever he wants. But maybe, and just maybe, Marlon Brando plays what a psychopath would do, and it's not really for you to be able to figure out why. Hey, if this was a brilliant performance, it was way over my head. That's uh, <laughs> not what I was picking yeah, up. Yeah, it <laughs> <laughs> is the way is the way Brando's performing? Is that how the director like? What did that director like tell Brando to do? Like, hey, like just come in person? and act crazy every single day. Because I don't know, he's playing crazy pretty good. But if that's not how the director wanted it to be, I mean, what do you guys think happens on the set of a movie when something like this happens? Like, how do you keep that power control, and how can I read the same thing Vince read, that the director, Arthur Penn, kind of quote, gave up on him. So where, just let him yeah. where was Arthur Penn in his career? Had he done Bonnie and Clyde? Like, was he, yeah, he was yeah. a big deal already? Yeah, yes. Mm. So they were bo- everyone was a big deal then, basically, right? Yeah, so I, I think some people praise Arthur Penn for, instead of editing Marlon Brando way down or actually trying hard to corral him, kind of embrace the moment and just let that ride. Is there any redeeming quality to that at all? That's no. kind of what I'm trying to push towards here. No, I'm saying that's chicken shit and that there, there could have been a good movie in here <laughs> and that I don't have a problem at all with Nicholson's performance, but Brando's performance is completely derailing and I think generally it was... I think that maybe... The screenplay isn't the best. I think that it's not like the most compelling Western that I've ever seen from a writing standpoint. And then maybe Brando is trying to fix it. So I'm not saying that all the blame should go to Brando, but whatever he was trying to do didn't work. But I don't think that he was taking gold yeah. and turning it into crap. Vince, he said in the thread like something about he's trying not at all or way too hard. I thought that was kind of interesting. <laughs> well, I just—I was trying to figure out his performance <laughs> yeah. the entire time, and I came to the conclusion maybe he's just not trying at all, or he's trying so hard that it's obvious. And that was kind of my take on it. But I would have to agree with Pap too that I think it's kind of on the director to call the shots here, 
and not let the actor just like go crazy and and act not good. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, what what would you do if you're a director, Mikey, trying to deal with Marlon Brando? I okay, I kind of have to disagree with you guys because I think this movie is just so boring. But Brando is the most entertaining Ooh. part of the hmm. movie. Interesting for, for me. Yeah, for me. Yeah. For me. Like, <laughs> For me. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> I don't know. I think like him going around kill, killing those that posse was the most watchable part of the movie. Yeah. I feel like that I think somebody kind of already mentioned it, but but the whole like killing of the posse in the end, it would have been much better played out over like a longer period and kind of even messing with the gang's heads a little bit more. So they're almost like, like, like he could be lurking around any corner, and instead it's just a weird like montage of him attacking them separately. I'm not even sure if the other ones like always know if the other if the other gang members have been killed and stuff. Like, there's very, it's just very jumpy, I guess. It, I think that one thing that we may have like kind of skipped thinking about, kind of in retrospect, is actually while you watch the movie the first time, I think maybe Marlon Brando's performance is so jarring and the editing is maybe kind of bad, but it, it lends to like a sense of maybe some tension throughout the movie. Did you guys feel tension at all, or were you just paying attention to like a shit performance, basically? What do you mean by tension? Like you feel like someone could get maybe killed kind of brutally at any time. Okay. No, I, I didn't. Could, I could maybe I kind of feel that. With that. Maybe. But... I, com- I completely disagree with that because... <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Watching this movie, I know for a fact that these two main characters aren't going down to the final scene. Yeah. And I pretty much know that all of the all of the yeah. gang members are going down. That was like so telegraphed from a mile away. There was no fucking actual tension there. And the fact that this guy's supposed to be a great sniper, our payoff is we don't see him lining up the shot. We don't see him like stalking his people. It's just these people going about their day and like maybe like a jump scare is what we get, but we don't get tension. Nothing's built. It's completely weak. Hammer down. Hammer down. I hate this movie. <laughs> That's what so. you're saying. <laughs> okay, I'll say this. I'll say this. I did the same thing on Tombstone and I apologize. I have a lot of pent up rage from the Time Bandits episode and I take it out on other people. So I apologize. On Western movies. Did you just bring up Time Bandits on purpose? Seems like uh, it. No, moving on. <laughs> Mike, did you have any attention? Uh, I don't know. It, this is a weird movie for sure. Um, are we doing yeses and nos? Right no, he now, asked or, if you had any tension in your thighs. In general, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, Hard pivot there. Jeez Louise. Uh, no. Someone spoiled the end of this thing already. Okay, so I did at the beginning, but um, Act 3 kind of coalesces into, you know, Marlon Brando is killed off screen. <laughs> and it cuts to black, and Jack Nicholson apparently gets over his fear of killing a person that's vulnerable, slits his throat, kind of makes a cryptic line, and then him and Jane Braxton, who have this love interest kind of throughout the film, kind of unceremoniously uh, leave each other and go separate their own separate paths. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add to the ending? I mean... It is honestly pretty abrupt, and <laughs> it was yeah. terrible because the love interest was building the entire movie, well, and at he, the end they're just like bye, and then they go in their separate yeah. ways after Nicholson slit the other yeah, man. Yeah, and they yeah, seemed pretty bad. okay with it because the whole 
love interest was well, it's ruined. weird because he he just yeah. killed her dad too. It's a little awkward. Lame. And she she has <laughs> yeah, to like but stick she around. She also seemed pretty okay with that too. She told him what room yeah. he was in. Well, she was about to she was about to leave, but I think I think the reason that it they're like meh kind of at the end is that she has to like stick around and sell off um like his estate and everything and then he's gonna like move on but she asked him like where will you where do you think you'll be in six months and he just tells her like this is where i'm gonna go so i think it's pretty obvious that they're gonna like meet back up Jordan, no. no no i thought it was obvious they're done Really? Hopeless romantic. Yeah. Wow, he <laughs> is a hopeless romantic. <laughs> you poor fool. No, she says, if you were guessing, like, where where are you going to be if a few months from now? And he, like, literally tells her. And she's like, that's a pretty good guess. Yeah, she's going to have to guess any farm that's near water in the mountains between <laughs> Montana and Canada. She's mm-hmm. going to ride to everyone. Yep, and find them. <laughs> it, seemed, it seemed more specific than that. But maybe this I'm is wrong. a girl, Jordan. <laughs> she can't read a map. No way she's finding them. <laughs> Oh, God. Whoa. Speaking of off-color things, this movie was not (laughs) approved by the animal rights activists. Uh, Jesus Christ. No joke. They killed a rabbit on screen. They, I guess, I I read, quote, that, quote, several horses died when they were crossing the ford. (laughs) That's so bad. That is so bad. Why? Why be that bad? (laughs) What do you mean? Letting, uh, why are they killing horses to film a movie? That's so terrible. Like, how are they letting them die? Or th- how are the horses dying? That's terrible. Pappy is. It, I feel like this is. I, I feel like this is mostly the reason Pappy didn't like the mute, like the movie. <laughs> I mean, I don't. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I don't know like what the historical context for animal treatment <laughs> is at this time. So I don't know if this is especially bad for early '70s. But like, of course, it's not okay today, and of course, I hate it. But like. <laughs> I don't know if it's outside of the norm for the time at all. Really? Yeah, probably. It was. It was. Mm. Well, that's extra bad then. So. Is it worse than the uh, dog movie a couple weeks ago? A dog's purpose? You, you mean rock dog, I think. <laughs> that dog got paid millions. Right, right. Rock doge. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I guess uh, you guys, especially Pappy, are pretty talked out. <laughs> <laughs> on this movie <laughs> i think we can all agree though, actually that- i have one i have one more thing to say though interestingly that uh both the main actors signed on according to wikipedia signed on for a, a little bit of a pay cut but took back-end profits and both mm-hmm. of them got fucked on that deal to the point even where jack nicholson sued uh the studio for more money so. Really. Also interesting mm-hmm. is that this movie came out about a month before Outlaw Josie Wales, and Outlaw Josie Wales is considered like a classic western, very well known, uh, great ratings, and it's just kind of interesting yeah. how this movie directly mm, was buried. Why did you pick that one? <laughs> <laughs> My dad didn't randomly bring that one up. <laughs> The longs and their westerns. I love it. He was it. so pumped about it. this. <laughs> I, Josh, I didn't realize until you said it earlier in the pod, but I, I can't believe this is rated PG. They have sex at least a couple of times. Um, they cuss a few times, and they like just drop n bombs. Oh yeah, at least do. once. I forgot about that. They do. Which like totally caught me off guard. If you show this in an elementary school classroom, you're getting fired. Probably in 2017. Yeah, is, how how is it PG? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. This is again. This goes back to the Gremlins episode where this is before the PG-13 rating, and mm. you were either PG or uh, R. And this is more PG than R. 
I want to see the R cut of those were the days. <laughs> we feel like we're we've gotten more liberal since the '60s or whatever, but it's kind of funny. This is a PG movie. Um, but speaking of PG movies, I feel like we can all agree that Home Alone owes most of its success to this movie. Right, Pat? I would not agree to that. I'd take my name off that. <laughs> why, why do you say that? I don't... Pat, Mikey, explain uh, it. Mikey John, gets it. The, uh, the zip line, the zip line fire. That whole montage, like being an ending of a movie, does that not remind you directly of Home Alone? Well, I was just thinking, aren't both scored by John Williams, too? There you go, the genius behind it all. Found the common thread. <laughs> All right, Pappy, since you're the most obvious, let's start with you. We can go into yes or no's. Tell us, give us your last freak out about it. So, I mean, here's what I really think happened, and I, and I don't think that it's, again, all Marlon Brando's fault. I think the script is really bad, and the characters are underdeveloped, and so a really good actor came in and was like, all right, I'm going to just fucking throw a curveball in and hope that it works. And because of that, the movie was then hmm. retroactively edited to be a comedy. I don't think that the music works in a lot of the scenes. And it's just weird that you have these scenes of comedy with also these dramatic scenes. And it's not its not compelling. And it's not a good movie. I didn't even realize the whole animal thing. That's kind of shitty. But it's definitely a no for me. And just if you're really wondering whether or not you should ask this movie, ask yourself, a movie with Marlon Brando and Jack Nicholson scored by John Williams with an iconic director, and I've never heard of it. Is it worth my time? And that should be a, a self-explaining answer. Hammered down. All right, Mikey. This is a strange movie. Um, I think uh, Brando is the only thing worth watching in this movie just because he plays the character so strange. And that is like something you might want to see if you're into bad movies or performances. Uh, but I agree that like this movie, I think the the script was just really really bad, or Brando ended up just giving this director a loop for what he had to work with, and this is the best he could come up with because it's all over the place. It's a really weird movie, and I gotta say no. No dog or just no? <laughs> oh. No dog. I, that's implied no Those dog. Are no dogs. Okay, Jordan. <laughs> Rock no dog. dogs, Jordan. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd, I would agree with Mikey in that the script is pretty pretty piss poor. Um, there's like a few one-liners that I think Jack Nicholson has that made me laugh a lot. Like the one time he... He calls the girl a bitch. Oh, that was so weird. Um, that was weird. I, we didn't go into it, but like, do you remember okay, that line? Kathleen, Lloyd, Kathleen Lloyd's character, I guess you kind of catch on, is like super prom, promiscuous, and she's like, she's weird, uh, very aggressive in her sexual advances throughout the movie. Is she promiscuous? Because what I read said she was virginal. She claimed to be, Jesus she Christ. Claimed to be a virgin. <laughs> what? Maybe what? she's quote virginal, but she's like very ready to stop being quote virginal. Oh, she wants to fuck Jack. <laughs> and she does quite quickly. <laughs> she gets her way there, but yeah, keep going. At one point, at one point, he says he, he says to her, "People have been neglecting to tell you what a." What a nasty little bitch you are! I'm just ma- I'm, I'm just making up for their negligence, and I laughed so much. That is direct quote too. <laughs> um, 
so there's like a few little little parts like that that kind of made me laugh. Um, and there's little bits and pieces in the script that I think are good. Like there's maybe a good movie in there somewhere, but this definitely isn't it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like I said, I think the whole ending sequence when when like the montage of killing those guys that could have been done way better as well. And like I said, I did fall asleep several times and had to rewind and, re- <laughs> and rewatch. So oh, it's, Lord. it's gonna be a no dog for me. Yeah, and, and it's three no hours. doge. It's two hours. It's a long two hours and six minutes. All right, but uh, Vince, oh, you already said on the boy. thread that you like this movie. Are you gonna hold true to that? Or are you gonna puss out because they all... stick to your young guns, Vince? Oh, if I could just stick to my young guns. So uh, it's a no dog for sure. Um, <laughs> but 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 let me do say I do I did enjoy, I didn't hate watching this. Uh, I I love westerns of any sort. And I feel like bad Westerns, I still enjoy. So I, I did like watching this and I did say I, I, I liked it and I hold true to that, but it's a no just cause it's not a great movie. Performances don't add up. Uh, Marlon Brando's performance, although weird and maybe trying to get into the character, it uh, doesn't fit for me. Um, and then the rest of the, the script as well as just overall movie did not add up, but uh, I enjoyed it, but it's a no. All right, and as the person who chose this movie, um, I really enjoyed a lot of scenes. I think one thing we didn't talk about is the great Quaid giving the performance of a lifetime. Um, really <laughs> helped me. It really helped. Oh yeah, dude. Really saved. Tearing up over it. Performance. <laughs> Quaid. Quaid. <laughs> Performance for a lifetime really saved the movie, I think. And uh, the end scene where the final climax is done off screen. Whoa, dude, what do you mean by that? <laughs> um, <laughs> the fact that they never explained how Marlon Brando, who's ever the genius, gets tracked and throat slit by this amateur farmer. He's no um, former. Even though they, Horse thief. Yeah, someone that can't even rob a train right and has to like climb all Oh Brothers Where Art Thou down. Mm, nice reference. <laughs> down the yeah, latticing. But anyway, um, a lot of good intentions going into this movie, trying to uh, you know see what the older generation was into by taking a request from my father Sorry, Dad. for this. Hi, <laughs> but, Jeff. But Dad, I gotta say, this is a, this is a no dog. Worse than time bandits. No dog. Um, um, unless you are like some huge movie buff who like wants to get really into like a Marlon Brando bad movie. <laughs> Or just see a Jack Nicholson movie because you love everything, but that's not me. And so, yeah, no dog. So that is five no dogs. That movie is expired. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have a new category now. <laughs> no dogs. <laughs> Brilliant. I feel like we went all the way around the world there. Pappy, I'll give you one last chance. Do you want to flip around your no dog? No dog. I don't. <laughs> It stays. All right. I do have trivia prepared. Um, if you guys are ready. Born ready. Mikey, trivia, ready? Yeah. yeah. All right. So this movie came out in 1976, and I wanted to get a little nostalgic and think about what maybe our parents were watching back then. So I looked up the highest um, grossing movies for 
kind of the surrounding years up to and including 1976. Mikey, we'll start with you. You can pick a year. 78. All right, 1978. Mikey, what was the highest grossing movie in 1978? Was Star Wars 78? Is that your official guess? Yes. That is incorrect. So, via our order that we predetermined we'd go in, Vince, your next clue for 78 is... So do I have to go 78? Yeah. Okay. So Whoa. that's how it works. Okay. So you, you get a clue, <laughs> Yeah, and it progressively gets easier, supposedly. Uh, so some, okay. of them are quote, some of them are quotes, some of them are character names, some of them are actors and actresses. You'll see. I have a raging clue right now. Thank you. I heard you say that earlier, too. So that's great. <laughs> really enjoy that. <laughs> so, Mikey, 1978's movie was not Star Wars. Vince, your clue is, quote, you're the one that I want, end quote. Um, <laughs> who's grunting? Going <laughs> <laughs> to need an answer in like five seconds. Yeah, I don't know if I can give an answer. Um, I'm so bad at trivia. Three, two, one. Okay. Pass. Uh, yeah. Pappy, you are up. So, 1978, you are the one that I want, and this is a romantic comedy. Um, uh, about five seconds. Parent Trap? Parent Trap is incorrect. Jordan. Yeah. In addition to those clues, the two main characters are Danny and Sandy. Oh, Jesus, fuck. Sorry, Kelsey. <laughs> Jordan needed an answer in about five. It's- Grease. What? Grease? Fucking fuck. Grease is correct. <laughs> I, I, kept, I kept wanting to say Footloose. I'm like, that is not right. <laughs> Jordan gets 1970. That was one of my more shocking years that actually Grease ran the table in 1978. Vince, oh, boy. Um, you can choose your year. 74, 75, 76, or 77. Well, I'm going to choose 76. That had a movie in mind. All right. What was the highest grossing movie? Well, I know Taxi Driver is 76, and I love that movie, so I'm just going to call that. Taxi Driver is incorrect. Oh, well. Had to say it. Pappy, you are up next. Pass that to the Pap. 1976, highest Pass it on movie. the Pap hand side. <laughs> and the first clue is Carl, the great Carl Weathers was in the What movie. is Rocky? Yeah. Ooh, yes. Correct. Uh, I'll go 1976. Seven, and I'll say Star Wars. I'll never win a trivia. Right? It's me, right? Happy supersedes knowing when he goes, <laughs> but yes, he is correct anyway. <laughs> but boom. <laughs> All right, there's still uh, two years left, and Jordan, you get to what, pick. I, which direction are we going? Which years are left? Wait, why'd Pappy get back-to-back rock dogs? It was my turn. <laughs> so he, yeah, it was my turn. It's his turn to choose a year, and he already knew 77 was Star Wars. So. He just double-dipped on Rock Dogs, He right? double-dipped mm. the chip. <laughs> Balls deep in Rock Dogs. Rocks deep in Dogs. Jordan, and what 1974 the hell, man? or 1975? Let's do uh, 74. <laughs> um, 1974, highest-grossing movie. What's your guess? Rock Dog. I, I literally have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say I I can't even think of a single movie. Rock Dog. <laughs> <laughs> nice guess, good guess, Lord, dude. Man, are you on a movie podcast? 
Pat, <laughs> Pappy has got to feel be feeling pretty good. About I'm sitting pretty yeah, comfy. Yeah. I'm getting my it's movie. back to back to back. Pap, I hate this. <laughs> it's the Lakers in the early 2000s. Ugh. All right, Mikey, your clue is quote Hey, where are the white women at? End quote. I should know this. <laughs> oh Jesus! What what year is this? 74. Yes. Uh, got about five seconds. Shaft. Is this a rap video? Shaft is incorrect. Vince, your next clue is this is a Western comedy. Blazing Saddles? Correct. Nice. Woo! Vince gets a point. Give me a point. <laughs> All right, I feel like any casual viewer needs to be rooting for either Jordan or Vince to get Vince. a point what? to force an overtime. Vince. <laughs> the people's champion. All right, so Vince, or Mikey, does this start with Mikey? Yeah, Mikey. 1975, Mikey, do you have a guess to throw out? You got to choke on it. Jaws? That sounds weird. Mikey steals the game for Pappy. To give it Pappy to wins God the damn two it, Mikey. points. I'd like to thank God. I'd like to thank Marlon Brando. <laughs> But I think that is who God is. <laughs> I literally, I mean, I'm just, I didn't expect to win like this. And Shut up, Abby. <laughs> Shut up and think of a movie. Um, you can get us on Twitter, spoilers underscore pod. Uh, you can write us an email if you'd like, podcastspoilers at gmail.com. We also have a website at podcastspoilers.com. Um, check that out. We have the episodes and stuff up on there. Um, what else? We got a Instagram now, podcastspoilers. Um, Posting out pics of uh, upcoming stew. Can we do a shout out to the Rick and Morty like first taste mm, episode? Can you explain first what taste. first taste is? <laughs> so yeah, first taste. We did that this morning. So last night, Rick and Morty uh, streamed season three, episode <laughs> one. Um, and we were gonna try to do it last night. We didn't get it off, but we got it out this morning. And it's supposed to be like a first take, or at least a, uh, a first time watching. Um, like a new episode of a, of a show. So that's kind of what uh, I think a new little segment we're going to do. We're going to call it First Taste. Still working Jordan, on the name. Jordan, you... Jordan. <laughs> name in progress. First Chug. Oh, no, that's it. First that's Gargle. It. First Chug. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, we, do we have any other plugs? Uh, who's, who's playing the song? Oh, Josh Hensley. It's Josh. From the Rutabaga. Hooking it up. The other Josh. All the Josh. So Jordan. Pappy, do you have a movie yet? You bastard. <laughs> um. Yeah, Pappy. I'm sick of Pappy. Choose movies. a movie, man. I'm sick of them. Do you guys want to go to the '80s or no? Fuck you. No. What you got, Pap? All right. Well, no. I'm gonna take you back to a magical time called the 1980. <laughs> Always. Uh, <laughs> I hate you. And I think I might be. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, aliens. Aliens. Oh, there. with the recently deceased Bill Paxton. I don't know. No. Yeah. I uh, hate you, Cool. Yeah. So. I, I sense a pivot in your future. Nope, alien. Yeah. I, I've never pivoted. I sense never a not, I'm not going to be on this app, so. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Before we, before we sign off here, Pappy, <laughs> what are the chances that Stevie will sign in for a Pappy? Zero percent. Zero. Zero percent. Yeah. Might be a small crew though, because I'm not sure if I'm gonna watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's gonna be Jordan. just Pappy right. talking about aliens. <laughs> Alright, I guess that was spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Boss baby. Bye. <laughs> See ya.
You just double dipped on rock dogs right there. <laughs>